Support for Tag's podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TAGSPOD, T-A-G-S-P-O-D, at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. What is going on? You are listening to TAGS Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, and this is episode 439 as we continue to celebrate our six-year anniversary of podcasting. So excited to keep it moving, and I could not think of a better way to continue the festivities than to bring back the good doctor, the ass doctor, proctologist himself, Dr. Goldstein. He's been on the show many times throughout the six years, and we could not think of a better way to bring him back. He has new information. If you've never heard of him before, you want to check this out for proper ass health, when to check it out, proper bottoming. Tops will learn a lot on this episode as well. Could not think of it. So have a listen to this episode. By the way, we have new surprises coming your way all year long as we celebrate six years, including Tags Live, as we'll be bringing on special guests as we continue the celebration. But first things first, let's get into my conversation with Dr. Goldstein. Okay, well, I am very excited to be in the room, actually in the room, because we do so much of our recording uh, virtually now, but with tried and true doctor, Dr. Goldstein, the ass doctor, (laughs) proctologist, anal surgeon, uh, the creator and owner of Bespoke Surgical in New York City, as well as he launched Future Method. Uh, how you doing, Dr. Goldstein? I'm good. It's been a long time. I'm glad to be back. Absolutely. We have a lot to talk about, and I think it's really good to refresh people's memory. Um, if we just want to get right into one of the first questions, actually, I want to know from you, what changes have you seen in the last five or so years of butt health, people being thinking about it, and maybe like some of your clients that you're seeing? Yeah, I mean, I think I see a lot more younger generations really looking to our practices to learn and to see and kind of create this yearly evaluation to make sure that everything is copacetic, no issues, no surprises. So it's kind of interesting to see that people are going beyond the limited sexual education that we get at schools, beyond porn, and they're like, hey, I'm a bottom, I'm gonna own that. What are certain things that I can do to mitigate risk, understand what's going on with me, my partners, and whatnot. Today I even saw someone that was just 19 years old, um, new to bottoming, uh, has a couple of boyfriends and wanted to make sure he was safe, um, wound up having uh, anal warts that we treated in the office. But again, it was silent. He didn't know. He didn't want to pass anything on to partners, so took initiative. So I've been seeing a lot of that. Do you think it's just more about the, the younger generation is just getting the message more about the health of 
that region, your ass region. That- I think it's exa- all that. I think it's also what you've been doing for the past six years of like pushing this narrative. The same with me of like, hey, there's so many things that we need to be tailoring our care to. Right. And we're in the best city in the world and we have access to that. How do we make sure that we do X, Y, and Z to support that? Um, another thing that I saw was a lot with the monkeypox stuff, you know, right. not so much the acute infection. It was more the after a lot of people, even though they were treated, um, I would see the long term sequelae of that. These chronic fissures, these ulcerations, weeping. Um, and these are guys that could take lots of dick and enjoy it for a long time. Right. And then all of a sudden to be able to not. And what I see a lot of is the pelvic floor would basically just because it was so fucking painful right the entire all the muscles would clamp down and then when the infection goes away the muscles are still so angry with the situation so a lot of anal botox a lot of physical therapy a lot of really kind of resetting the musculature so that now we can bring people back to where they need to be. And thankfully I've been seeing a lot where they're back to where they were originally. It just needed some kind of coaching. Right. And people were taking time off and not seeing, taking care of themselves. It sounds like, which I think is a great thing that you offer is to really, I want to get into some of those questions. Um, but um, well, let's talk about some of the things that you do surgically in office that you talked about fissures that yeah. people have. What are some other things and when should really people be having their ass region looked at by you? Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, once a year is probably standard, especially if you're bottoming. Right. Um, there's so many silent issues, whether it's warts, whether it's chlamydia, whether it's infections, whether it's hemorrhoids, tags, fissures that sometimes you don't necessarily have overt symptoms yet. When we're doing an exam, we do an internal and an external exam. Um, We do pap smears, which look at HPV to make sure that we're not, um, that we're basically kind of cutting away dysplasia, which is the progression to cancer. So we can catch things early, Um, really looking in and out. And also the functionality. I do a lot of work with measuring the pressures in the ass, meaning Mm. if you're having sex and I measure that pressure. That pressure to me allows me to define good sex, right? Right. And then like as we're aging, is it getting too loose? Is it getting too tight? I can now really use those numbers to our advantage to say, okay, maybe I do need to give anal Botox to bring it back into the range. We know that this range is appropriate for you. And so there's a lot that we're doing on the bottoming side um, as and really understanding, because I see 75 people a week, 10 to 15 surgeries a week, right. where we're really able to start seeing patterns. I see a lot of fissures. Uh, fissures are tears, and it could happen from newbie bottoms that just first episode, you know, first trying and doing things to people that go to DP or bigger um, or just it went from nothing to something big too quick. Right. And then the skin or the muscle doesn't accommodate. That's usually the number one thing that I see in the office. What about like irritations? Because I've had, if you would use me as an example here, I've had like an irritation that'll come periodically around the opening of the ass and it's 
sometimes I think it's just because either wiping too hard and it gets inflamed mm -hmm. a little bit. And totally. I can I do a self-examination in the mirror and I can always tell. And, and then if I'm just careful with it, don't have a lot of, sadly, yeah. sex for a period, yeah. it does, the inflammation seems to go down. Yeah, I, I see a lot of the inflammation. First off, I know everyone that's listening is going to fucking hate me, <laughs> but I always talk about wet wipes. Wet wipes are terrible not only for the environment but especially in our gay community or the bottoming community what happens is it basically washes away the microbiome so we have good bacteria we have bad bacteria but they're in homeostasis meaning it's in equilibrium if we're using wet wipes or we're creating more moisture in that area now we're setting the stage for different bacteria mm -hmm. and the different bacteria can cause some of that irritation yes over wiping can definitely do it I'm much huge proponent of bidets they're mm -hmm. so cheap now we work with this hello tushy that's right. like 80 bucks something like that um, that's super easy that goes on your existing toilet i see a lot of herpes especially in our world where and it's not herpes type 2 a lot of people feel as if oh it's got to be genital herpes that's there no because we lick we suck we do a lot of analingus we're all really oral people <laughs> right, right? Um, a lot, I see so much more herpes type one anally, um, and those present with just like little irritations, little ulcerations. You'll see like a uh, little bit of uh, abrasions in the skin. And sometimes, yes, it's over wiping or the wet wipes, but sometimes it could be like a herpes outbreak mm. and things to mitigate that is, like you said, time of just, you know, sitting right. and letting things chill. There's obviously creams and lotions that we could do. Sometimes if people have a history of herpes, we do Valtrex daily, um, or there's a cream that I use a lot called Acyclovir, which locally can take care of the viral issue if there is that. Also, you got to think outside the box, like, is the lube that you're using causing irritation? Yeah. Sometimes the toys that I see people use, that's why I like glass toys. They're really? so not, they're really great to strengthen the skin, relax the muscle and create appropriate friction in the ass. But with that being said, a lot of the silicone based stuff or some of the rubber stuff, people feel and get some irritation with. So I think the key is to like, look at your world, look at right. all the things that we said and then try to kind of deduce where that potentially maybe is not using from. enough lubrication which totally. is another can problem cause more friction yeah and right. i'm a big silicone based lube for specifically anal um water-based stuff causes microbiome changes i don't think that they're as great anytime that you get water-based lubes that they're like oh it's organic it's so good for you they all suck it's like right. i've never met one that actually slides your dick in nicely <laughs> and things like coconut oil and things like that probably not recommended you know the thing with oil is i think look oil is fucking awesome i mean especially right. from a massage feels perspective good. it feels it's, so good yeah. the problem is there really hasn't been good studies intra-anally and when you look at oil like coconut oils or those massage oils that right. we all love intra-anally it can cause irritation and the problem is you don't feel irritation inside that's why with douching a lot of times people don't realize that you're actually causing more harm than good from douching because the sensation inside is not pain is not anything like that it's just winds up being where it's like a silent issue so the same thing with coconut oils and whatnot look if it's going to slip in and you're going to have fun once in a while i get it right. but it's more of the routine 
routine of using something like What's that. What's your practice methods that yeah. you're finding work for you, and this hasn't been proven yet. That's right. But the thing is, if you're going to do it, like I said, with Bespoke and with Future Method, we're trying to meet you where you are. Right. right. So if you're like Evan, I love fucking, you know, fucking with oils. Right. Great, great. Keep doing that. But maybe I see you every three months. Right. And we take a look inside, make sure we're not missing something, do evaluations. I want you to do you and for me to tell you what's riskier and what's not. But you have to make the decision and then we'll support that. Well, you, you mentioned uh, douching and we got the age old question that I think we've talked about on the show a lot, but needs reminding. The question came in from a listener. What is the proper way to douche? Yeah. Um, the reality is, is actually not to douche. Not, right. Um, and so I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, with that being said, I, I take a step back with douching and I think. What's the end goal? We all have the same end goal. Clean. Right? We want to be clean. We want to feel sexy. I get that. Porn star ready is Porn what star my, my, ready yeah. is right. With that said, though, I think the key for us is to look at diet, exercise, fiber. How do you use fiber supplementation, pre and probiotics, diet, and exercise so that I always equate to dogs taking a shit on the street? Like, some of them are 99% of them look perfect. It's like it comes exactly. right out. They don't even need to wipe, right? And that's the same consistency of what we want. And right. so when I started Future Method, it was all about empowering the bottom and providing products that would support what we're trying to do. And the key for me was always bringing risk down. When people are overdouching or they're using water, you're basically changing the microbiome you're getting rid of the protective lining and then you're setting your ass up for issues higher risk of stds hiv fissures all of those things so the key in anything anal is less is more meaning fiber probiotic usage we're the first ever pre and probiotic specifically for anal meaning if you and i go on the street and we stop 20 guys or girls, and we swab their ass, Right. we can tell who takes it up the ass. Because what happens is the microbiome changes. Just from douching with water, water-based lubricants, toys, the microbiome gets irritated. The lining is now sloughed off and not in a good way. So it's basically raw uh. internally. And then we have sex, and 70 to 80% of us don't use condoms. So you can see where everything goes. And over goes. time. Exactly. So we, we said, okay, why don't we provide an easy solution with fiber? Why don't yes. we provide, and we'll talk more about the fiber stuff. Yeah. Why don't we provide an easy solution to replace that microbiome? So the nice thing about the pre and probiotics is it's the first that gets the change to the good bacteria all the way down to the ass. Meaning when you take pre and probiotics right now, it's digested in your stomach, replaces your small intestine, maybe a little bit of the colon, right. but it doesn't get all the way to where we need it, which is actually the rectum and the anal canal, which is where we're having sex. So the beaded formulation allows for this to get repopulated in the rectum. And then the key is douching, right? right. So what we said was, if we're going to douche, why not douche with a solution that's not toxic? So when you think of, you have to think of a spectrum, what's called hypo and hyper. And it's basically meaning water is on one side, right. enemas are on the other side. We basically need to be in the middle. And there's a certain range of osmolarity 
that allows us to say, okay, we're going to clean the cell, but we're not going to irritate the cell. So water draws out all the essential nutrients in the cell and basically kills the cell. Right. Enemas draw out the water because you're trying to use an enema for more for constipation. So it pulls water into the stools so that you can shit. Those two spectrums, the end of the spectrums, cause irritation. So the goal for us was saying, okay, well, look, we, we know we're going to douche. Right. So why don't we come up with a solution that's not toxic? And so with that is a solution. And it comes in two different variations. One is a, a basically a pack that has a solution in it that's all ready to go. And it comes with a bulb. And you're able to literally just put the bulb into the pack suction out the liquid and then use that to irrigate. Um, or now we came out with these powder packs, oh. which are really so much easier um, and also cost savings. Travel. Where, exactly. Where you literally, for every four ounces of water that you would use, you pour this powder pack into it. And it brings that into that right zone so that now you don't dry out, you don't have mucus, you're able to now irrigate and clean, but also feel sexy. It also pre-lubricates you so that now you're ready to go. And again, if you're douching for an hour, an hour and a half, it's way too much. The key is by fiber, diet, and cleaning, it's like, I'm going to take a shower to clean myself. I know I'm going to take it up the ass. I'm going to use one to two to three bulbfuls, and that is it. And then I usually tell people to use a toy after. Show Um, yourself. First of all, it gets rid of any excess liquid because a lot of times people have some water there, and then you don't want that all over the deck. So that helps. But also, it'll show you that you're clean, and it'll also pre-dilate and pre-lubricate. So I usually tell people, douche first, clean out, Prove to yourself that you're clean, use the toys, and then pop in the shower and just wash off and get yourself smelling good so that you can get eaten and play. And all the fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's such, a, that's why I wanted you back on because the times where I've really focused on my diet, taken either a psyllium husk type of, I want to talk about yours in a second, yeah. is when you get all that in line, it's, it is more like the dog poop. It comes out. In the morning, it's perfectly, I mean. Yeah, no, it's and formed and bulky, but so, still soft. And so when you do clean, it's you don't really need that much, and there's less of that. And that's why you're, um, the, what do you call your bulb and the? Yeah, yeah, so the cleansing, like the cleansing kit yeah. comes in, in, and I do it strategically, the bulbs are smaller, and that's the, what I mean. Yeah. And the reason is you don't because need as much. That's right. And so and I find that a lot of people come to my office because they're over douching and then they, they have the hemorrhoids flare. They have a tear. They have something even before they have sex. Right. And it's all from the douching. You have to remember from an anatomical perspective where run of the mill penis or toys are going is what's called a conduit, meaning the stool doesn't stay there. When the stool goes into that area, you feel it and you're like, oh, I need to take a shit. But if you're regular and you're emptying that conduit, it's empty. And I say, prove it to yourself. Don't douche when you're using toys by yourself. 
Just put a toy up there and play and pull it out and see. And then you start to kind of look at your world to be like, all right, what did I eat last night? Right. You know, like what are the things that could be contributing to kind of more smearing or like more residual stuff that's there? And it's really looking at kind of the before, the during and the after for you to start figuring out in your world where the best bottoming routine is. But I don't think it's douching. I want you all to focus more on diet, exercise, pre and probiotics, fiber, and really kind of analyzing that way. Because if you're doing that and you're doing more kind of gut health, right. your butt health will be l less impacted in a negative way. Hey guys, Stevie here of Tags Podcast. And you probably heard me talk a few times about going to the naked beach last summer. Looking forward to this summer. Well, the first time I went last summer, I was trying to clean up since I was going to be exposing all of my body. And one of the things I wanted to do was trim my hairy bush on my balls. And I used disposable razors. Big mistake as I was in a hurry. You got to get the ferry early in the morning. And I was quickly trying to shave my balls with this disposable razor and nicked and cut up my balls. Oh my gosh, I wanted to be an exhibitionist, but I was too busy covering up my balls in fear that you were going to see all the nicks and cuts. Not sexy, not a good idea. And that's why I'm really happy to tell you about the Performance Package 4.0, which has arrived by Manscaped, and it is a game changer. In this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserve ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. I love this travel bag. I use it everywhere I go. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming and dare I say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade so it reduces grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and it also has a 4000K LED spotlight. You need a more precise shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. You thought that was good, but want to take your groomer game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0 the Manscaped Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code TAGSPOD. That's T-A-G-S-P-O-D. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAGSPOD at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Makes so much sense. I know you're, you're not going to like this next no, one, anyway. but we get a lot of people that take a leave yeah. or anti-diarrhea yeah. to really, porn stars often have said they do this. Yeah. And I was talking to some friends and they're like, you haven't heard of that? I said, no, I haven't. 
That's not a good idea, though, I'm assuming. Yeah, you know, I think what happens is, is that a lot of times if you're doing it in that capacity... Emotion. Sorry, I meant emotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you get like Emodium. Emodium, and, thank like, you, that oh, one. Like those types of things right. where it basically is an anti-diarrheal. It'll slow your gut down. Right. Now, the problem is, is that if you're doing it chronically, you lose the peristalsis of the intestines. So of what it's meant to be doing. Yeah, so like, you know... Basically, if you think of like a car wash, you put your car in the beginning and then right. it goes through. It's the same concept as a piece of shit or whatever we're eating, right. right? It's going slowly through your digestive system. But now if you're using that to slow that down, what happens is is that now it's like I need to shit and it won't move and it won't kind of work its way the down. natural progression. And it's very similar to like... Um, people that are addicted to heroin or addicted to Percocet pills or these kind of codeines, that, that's their main issue is it causes constipation. So um, then what happens is they have to force to shit. They have to douche and clean themselves out with enemas. They have to. So look, if you're using them infrequently to help a situation, right? I get that. But I think the key then for us is to analyze, okay, like, is it because you want deeper play? Is it because you're doing fisting? Is it because you want to last longer? And what are some of the other techniques that we could do to help offset that? Um, but, you know, a periodic here and there, it's fine. Right. But I think what happens I see a lot of is the chronic use of these things. And then what happens is over time, 10, 15, 20 years of doing that, now all of a sudden your gut doesn't want to function Operate. The, exactly yeah. the way that it would really want to. Okay, and then when we talk about more kink play or sure. people that are, I mean, we were just talking about a hot topic if somebody went in and stole a 30-inch dildo out of circus books in West wow. Hollywood. Some The news source where I got it from didn't believe it was like TMZ. They didn't believe anybody could, could take, take that. It. <laughs> I know people in our community oh, definitely they could take it. go, totally. that fists, totally. feet sometimes. Yeah. I mean, when we get into that, kink play which i know some of my listeners are into i have been in the past sure. too what are you worried about from your end of it as a proctologist yeah i think that obviously the cleansing component is basically that they're going to want to do shower hoses or colonics to like really clean deep right? right and so that in and of itself causes issues again with the microbiome but also that the colon is stretched like a balloon right and then over time if you stretch it too much what winds up happening is it doesn't function the right way so you can get chronic constipation you could start getting prolapse where some of that the, the actual lining that keeps it in place right is now so lax that it starts to become an issue or Ooh. they develop hemorrhoids or whatnot. So I think the key is, look, I want people to do their what their kink is, right? right? So, But the key for us is to know that someone has those kinks, for us in the office to evaluate that, doing a little bit more frequent colonoscopies or sigmoidoscopies, taking a look, seeing Steve, our physical therapist, or someone like him where we're doing more manometry testing, studying those muscles. The key is I want you to be able to go to where you want, which is the biggest that you possibly want to take. Right. But then the rest of the time, you need to go back to your original, right? Yeah. So when I say to people, like, if I'm going to take a fist up my ass – the next day at the gym or when I'm home, I'm going to be doing Kegels. I'm going to be doing contractions. I'm going to be doing squats to oh. pull everything back in. The muscle back. Exactly. Yeah, because it's no different than 
your beautiful biceps, right? right? One day you're doing biceps to really strengthen it, but the next day you're stretching the bicep, right? right? So it's no different, all of these muscles. It's just we were never taught to think this way, but we can train all of these muscles. How do you now fully open to receive? And then how do you now work it to keep it in alignment so that you don't have any of those potential issues? I love it. It's just really taking charge of your lifestyle patterns and really taking, you know, constructive action to keep it everything healthy. Yeah, I think the one thing that I see some in the communities, especially with fisting or bigger stuff, is that even in the younger guys now, they love the blooming like the rosebud stuff. Right. And what I see a lot of is is that, you know, it's kind of like the the timeline of that being beautiful is not as long long as we would want it to be right meaning that especially if someone starts really getting more into fisting and bigger stuff early 19 20 whatever as we start to age things start to fall apart sure. and then the the surgery and the need for treatment for that is a lot more extensive and that's why by <sighs> by seeing someone earlier the goal for us is to keep that window in a good space so that you don't have any of those potential complications. Got it. Well, I really want to talk about one of your new products by Future Method. People can go to futuremethod.com. It's a daily butt and gut daily fiber pill. What made you come up with this? I mean, we were talking all about diet. This is obviously in line with that. Um, what is in this that is gonna that we would be taking daily. Yeah, so I think the key for me was to simplify the regimens, right? Our methodologies are a lot. Meaning, if you look at a lot of the fiber that's out there, it's six tablets here, it's three times a day. It's like nobody fucking does that. How right. could you do that? You know? Yeah. Um, and then it winds up just being all over the place. Um, so the goal for me was okay. If we want people to supplement with pre and probiotics and we want people to do fiber, let's come up with a routine. Let's come up with methodologies. So the right. first is most people would do a pre and probiotic two pills in the morning. You don't want to do pre and probiotics with fiber because it, it and especially with some of the medications that people take fiber oh, right. interferes with absorption. So that's why a lot of times I like nighttime or before bed of using fiber where you take literally two tablets of our fiber and it's done. 16 ounces of water, nice, you know, and it's easy. You don't have to think about it. Right. And then what it does is it sets the stage for the success of what we're trying to achieve. With that being said, there's a couple of things that I think are really um, important. You know, obviously, it relieves the unwanted constipation. It makes things bulkier but softer and easier to expel. And, you know, we want more of that firmer stool. Right. Right? The ones that are easier like to clean. Like the dog poop exactly. you were talking Don't, about. Like That's such a good poop. image. Yeah, totally, because we all have <laughs> yeah. seen it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it also promotes the growth of this healthy intestinal bacteria also with some of the products that we're supporting. Right. So, so with that said, it's like it really helps for you from a, a diet perspective where it just aligns with the pre and probiotic with your diet and then really comes full circle so that you're able to do easily right. what you want. And some of the stuff is like there's fiber gum that is in this formulation and the fiber gum is really great. It like soaks up the water in the gut like a sponge 
and it allows for easier passage. Um, you know, some of the supplements that are out there have psyllium husk, right? And you need a lot of that um, in order to support that. But with fiber gum, you only need it in two tablets, and oh, so it nice. winds up just being easier. Also, when you look at um, some of the stuff, like I always, some of the fiber made me gassy or right. bloated and you don't feel sexy when you're doing no that. so there's a lot that we do with like peppermint leaf powder which really doesn't allow it doesn't make you gassy it doesn't make you feel bloated but what it will do is it helps for you to feel satiated right so at least like if you are potentially bottoming that you you're not as hungry as you potentially would be oh, nice. if you're using that in, in that capacity. And so there's a lot that's in there that really supports the gut health. One of the things that I see a lot of some of the fibers having is aloe. And aloe is a laxative. And for some people, it works really well. But for right. a lot of people, it adds to diarrhea. A lot of us in New York have irritable bowel just from living <laughs> in New York. Right. So, so with that said, you just have to be careful because some of that makes you go to the bathroom. And we really want everything to kind of be in line so that you're not having diarrhea, you're not feeling bloated, you're not having any of that. And it's all just... How do you figure out? And I say not all fiber is created equal. Right. So you have to see what works. And the goal for me was pulling all the data from Bespoke and seeing all these people. Like, all right, let's talk about this, this, and this, and start really developing products that would fit the needs of our community. I love it. And I like that it's a pre- and probiotic, which is really important, I think. So the pre- and probiotic is separate than the fiber. Okay. It comes as uh, it. its own. And so two pills of the pre and probiotic in the morning. Okay. And then the fiber at night and the pre and probiotic. Most people, the prebiotic is just to support the probiotic. Okay, so, got so it. probiotic is bacteria, right? And right. over time, what, what happens is the bacteria can change. And so the prebiotic is basically food for that probiotic so that it stays active and it could actually supplement and do what you want it to. Got it. I love it. Okay. And so the fiber we take at night. And I to... like night. Now, some people, you have to see what works for you, right. but most of us shit in the morning. Right. Right. And the shitting in the morning is not because we have to go to work and we don't want to shit at work, which <laughs> sometimes it is. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also when you stand up, you're changing the pelvic angle. So right. our body senses that. And then that's why, like, when you're brushing your teeth and getting ready, you feel like you have to go shit. So by giving the fiber at night with the nice tall glass of water, you're kind of playing into the morning bowel movement. So that then at least, because if you take fiber in the morning, something by two, three o'clock in the afternoon, you may have to go. Right. So this at least sets the stage for your normal rhythm of when you're pooping. And that combined with a good diet. Totally. You should be good to go. Exactly. You can use your cleaner the douche cleaner yeah and i say like look the reality is you have to do you and if something's been working for you right. great i think the key is the way that i look at future method and what we're doing is to say how do we analyze your routines right and then how do we figure out what products would support that and if there are is great if there are others that's awesome too i think the key is to look at that in a really really strategic way that then we could really make sure that you're minimizing risk all the while improving as much pleasure as possible. Got it. And a couple hot topics yeah. for you. One of them has to do with something we were talking about on the show. It was a hashtag. Uh, there's two of them. One of them's bottom problems. <laughs> and the other one's top privilege. 
And it really had to do with, if it's bottom problems, it's guys posting things online on Twitter that I can't eat this pizza that I yeah. wanted to eat. I have to eat this. And then the top privilege was like eating five Taco Bell tacos and putting top privilege in there. I mean, it's a little bit obnoxious in many ways, in my opinion. But are there bottom problems that the top doesn't even have to think about? Yeah, I mean, like we're talking to all these things. Right. You know? I mean, the top's just like, oh, let's just fucking stick it in, you know? <laughs> right. I say, you know, the best tops are the ones that actually bottom because right. they're able to understand what it takes to be a good bottom and Thank you. it's just right. like anything else you know being a good bottom is practice and it takes yeah. work um, and some people are willing to put in that work and others necessarily aren't but when you look at food you know that has become a huge issue right, right. we did uh with postmates during pride a, oh. a campaign of bottom friendly food oh i love it that was it all salad <laughs> well well it was a lot of protein and kind of things that bulk more right um and giving people more options than let's say going to like taco bell and all of this but the reality is is that like you, if you're actually eating something and then you're going to bottom after that, that's usually not what's coming out of your ass, right? right. It usually takes, you know, two to a two to three days for what you're eating to truly come out unless it's something that irritates you like spicy food right or it is that taco or whatnot where you know like hey bottoming for me right now is probably not going <laughs> to be best the best idea so but i don't want people to starve themselves right i want people to use fiber probiotics in their diet in a way if you are consistently doing something, your body's pretty smart. It becomes habitual, right? It like really learns your habits. Right. And so you're really able to kind of to a T be able to be like, Hey, this is great. I'm, I'm ready to bottom or I'm not. But the reality is like, you have to be empowered as the bottom to be like, say no, or to be like, yeah. Hey, this isn't right for me. Um, and not take shame to that and right. not look at it as being bottom problems. Right. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, the bottom problems are mostly because the tops don't really know what the fuck they're doing. And a lot of <laughs> what I see is they're not using the right lube. They don't know how to enter somebody. Um, they're thrusting in weird positions. That Sometimes so no lube. That's right. Know? And so a lot of the pre-routine for bottoms and what I try to teach is you have to assume that the top knows nothing. Right. And that hashtag of top privilege, realistically, if you assume they know nothing, then you're wiping that off the equation. Because at the end of the day, by you pre-dilating, by you pre-lubricating, by you using and doing foreplay or bringing toys into sex play, by you starting on top as a bottom and not letting the top get behind you right away, you're kind of setting the stage for success. And right. it's you understanding that if you want to be submissive, you could still have control and be submissive, right. right? Or be in control and then slowly start to kind of allow that control to be released in a way that now allows the ass to take what you want in a better way. Does that make it. sense? It absolutely does. And I also think if you, I've eaten well and I've taken 
a fiber before and it really works nine times out of ten you can still have that one meal that you wanted to have totally but if the general pattern is on a healthy st- uh, stature you're gonna be okay totally and and or or if you say you know what fuck this i do want to have that meal right and i want a bottom then maybe that is an emodium time or right or you take like a pepsid or a tums or something that kind of calms down the stomach a little bit right you know if i have carbs and i'm eating pizza i just feel like shit right, right? but if i'm doing a little bit of pepto-bismol with it if i'm doing and you, know, you see it a lot especially in lactose intolerance people right where they're taking their pills um a little bit more religiously if they are gonna bottom right and so again it, it's really situational dependent yeah. but the key is not for you to sacrifice on one way or another right it's to figure out how do we fit bottoming into your world and and do it in a safe way without shame i guess without those hashtags right exactly we need better better hashtags from that and i think the top generally like you're right doesn't know what he's doing so you need to take your own health your own ass health into consideration all the time And a lot of times we ask the partners to come to like a physical therapy session also oh that's where we really make sure that people understand anatomy that there's three sets of muscles and they need to relax and it takes time and how do you like work the outside and getting things to relax in the right way and so i think that there's a true art to that and, yeah. and we're hoping that through Bespoke, Future Method, and what you're doing, that newbie bottoms, newbie tops are listening to be like, oh, how do I just get better? Right. Because what I see now is a lot of the younger kids, even though a lot of them are asking the right questions, are still like, all right, let's just fuck. And then they get it over with. And they're like, all right, we're done. It's right, like, right. hold on a second. Like, there's a lot more to sex than just dumping a quick load. I mean, yes, yeah. that's hot. But like, right. you know, it's like, how do you make sure that you're doing things correctly, minimizing risk and maximizing the pleasure for all the partners? I love it. I always love it when you're here. You really break it down for us. Uh, you can get got uh, excuse me daily fiber on futuremethod.com as well as all your other products. Correct? Yeah, Including, yeah, totally. Like you have a new candle out, Bedside Manor. Yeah, we just launched with a candle that's our signature scent on our button body scrub and soothing cream. And I look at sex as what do you do before sex? What do you do during sex? And what do you do after? And all the products are kind of aligned with that. Nice. Meaning, you know, the douching, the, pri- the, the probiotics, the fiber, also then kind of the, um, the post-care of really cleaning appropriate. I found that silicone lubes were so hard to get off your body, especially yeah. with cum and lube and all this stuff. So an appropriate button body scrub. And then Which I love. Yeah. I- and then a soothing cream that's, you know, we all get a little bit irritated. Right. And so how do you now prevent that? So a lot of what we did with Future Method is the products to support it, but also the science in sex and the education that I just felt like it's, it has been non-existent. Absolutely. Love it. You can go to futuremethod.com or you can always go to bespokesurgical.com as well, correct? Yeah, totally. And then Instagram, it's the future method. It's Bespoke Surgical. And then DR Evan Goldstein, uh, Dr. Evan Goldstein on the channels as well. Awesome. We'll list all this on tagspodcast.com. Thank you so much as always. Oh, my pleasure. We'll do it again. Yes. All right. 
Well, like I said, I always learn so much when Dr. Goldstein is on the show. I hope you did too. Check out our show notes for links to all things Dr. Goldstein. And don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms. You can follow us at Tags Podcast, at Tags Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at Tags Podcast. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay sex.